0: News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and
1: Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Breakfast. Bed shortages across public hospitals will top 3,000 by 2030. That's according to new research from the ESRI. They say that the Irish health system is unable to keep up with the population's demand for care. Anthony Staines, Professor of Health Systems at the School of Nursing, Psychotherapy and Community Health in DCU. I'm guessing this doesn't come as a surprise to you.
0: No, nor, nor to anyone who's working in the system. There's no doubt at all the Irish Health Services are short of acute hospital beds. That's not the only issue, but it's certainly part of the issue. One of the things that has held back the development of acute hospital beds is proposals to build new hospitals. And as we've seen with the Children's Hospital, which is amazing, but we can't, go, we can't do that again. We, we can't have that kind of fiasco of cost overruns and colossal delays again. And if we want to fix something about the health services, if we decide to build new hospitals to do so, it's going to be a decade at best before we have those new hospitals in place. There's a lot of other stuff we should be doing in the meantime. S- such we as... Need to in- We need to invest in the hospitals we've got, and that means capital investment in things like equipment, imaging, and new bed spaces in the hospitals. There's bed spaces that are not being used as effectively as they could be. We need to invest in innovation. There's loads of great innovation in HSE right now. There's a brilliant service in Donegal has dramatically reduced admissions for chronic bronchitis to hospitals. That should be everywhere. There's another service in the Midlands which was closed down, but which was greatly reducing admissions for people with heart failure. That should be everywhere. Yeah, I, I suppose I the system. government
1: would say they are trying new things. I mean, there was a story, I think Paul Cullen had the story, uh, was it on Friday in relation to um, kind of video hospital at home, basically, where you could be, you could be treated at, at home uh, by, by, by doctors and nurses, virtual wards.
0: Virtual wards have a place, but it's a very specific place, and it's not admission and prevention. It's, it's a different well, thing. freeing up a hospital bed, though. It's, it's freeing up a bed, but it actually ties like, up a member of hospital staff. Yeah, it takes as many though. hospital uh, but staff. Like, uh, the the to last person I spoke to about
1: this, Anthony, was quite negative about it as well. It, it kind of strikes me every time the government try and do something, uh, people always say, oh, yeah, that actually isn't going to help very much.
0: But the, the innovation is in HSE right now. We, we could be doing it with the, all, everything I've described is done in HSE yeah. we're just not rolling it out at any kind of scale we have little bits of hospital at home which are doing good work but we're not rolling it out at scale we, we are the only country in wealthy Europe that doesn't have free access to primary care That's, we're a real outlier on that
1: yeah no, I suppose moves, moves right, have been made in that direction
0: mm-hmm.
1: moves have been made but there's been no serious
0: investment. And part of the ESRI report says, and I think it's probably optimistic, but that if we put resources into keeping people healthy, a lot of which is general practice, yeah. primary care. we actually uh, how, how, do you need invest, how do you bets. invest
1: in general practice?
0: You invest in general practice by paying staff in general practice, by extending HSE terms and conditions of service, to staff in general practice that's what is, that's what is done
1: across europe is it as simple, Is it as ways. simple as that i mean we we hear more and more that young doctors do not want to be rural doctors anymore they don't want to have that tradi- that service where they're on call and they're you know they're they're the, the one doctor for uh, you know five parishes or whatever that it doesn't matter what you pay them that that they're, you, they're not going to do you, that
0: you've got to make it viable the gp co-ops transformed general practice in rural Ireland. But not enough. There's a lot more needs to be done of taking general practice as a focus
1: okay. and saying uh, we're going to pay just for Just going, going, going back to hospital beds. I mean, yep. there is a move across Europe away from investing in hospital beds. Uh, a lot of countries are shedding hospital beds. We obviously need more. Where's the sweet spot though? Because other countries are definitely shedding beds.
0: We're very, very far down the list. Now, I think we're not too far from where we should be, though we are a bit low. The hospital beds have not kept up with population increase, nor with population ageing. But we also need to invest in other stuff in hospitals. Just as we don't say that, you know, we fix EDQs by fixing EDs. We know that doesn't work. Equally, we don't fix hospital waiting lists by fixing hospitals. We, part of the story is fixing hospitals. But that's only part of the story. We, we fix it by looking at the whole thing as a system, from self care at one end to the, mo- to the most advanced, sophisticated intensive care at the other end. Okay. And we focus in on those things.
1: All right, Anthony Staines, we- Professor of Health Systems uh, at uh, DCU. Thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast this morning.
0: News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on news talk